0: Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. Today's wedding processionals might be accompanied by a string quartet, an organ, or recorded music. In centuries past, weddings of the rich and famous were accompanied by entire orchestras. Horse ballet, mock naval battles, operas, sculptures, and grand multi-day feasts were expected events at European aristocratic weddings. We'll hear music from a few famous weddings of the Renaissance and Baroque. Our featured release is Hymns of Cassiani, Ninth Century Byzantine Nun Cassia. Coven and Two Galliards from the Earl of Salisbury by William Byrd. Alina Rotaru was the harpsichordist. We'll hear more music for a British royal wedding by Byrd coming up. Eleonora walked through a triumphal arch made of tall columns, ornamental molding, and a storytelling frieze, all designed for the occasion. Statues adorned the plaza in front of St. Mark's, and decorations adorned the Medici Palace. The sounds, sights, and smells must have been magical. Days of plays, music, and more festivities exploded into opulent joy around the whole city of Florence, all to celebrate the wedding of Cosimo de' Medici and Eleonora di Toledo in 1539. Composer Francesco Corteccia wrote music especially for the occasion. Let's hear In Gredere and Sacro e Santo Imeneo, Music for a Medici Wedding. In Gredere and Sacro e Santo Imeneo by Italian Renaissance composer Francesco Corteccia. Gabriel Garrido led Musique Ancienne de Genève. Weddings of Italian aristocrats in the Renaissance were so over the top that they rivaled royal weddings. On Valentine's Day, 1613, British Princess Elizabeth Stuart married Frederick V, later Holy Roman Emperor and King of Bohemia. Like the Medici event described earlier, this wedding included music, feasts, art, but also staged naval battles along the Thames River. At least, the gender-reveal events of today haven't quite reached the point of staging military operations. Engraver William Hull even published a book of music for the keyboard instrument called The Virginal, dedicated to Elizabeth Stewart for the marriage, titled Parthenia, or the maidenhead of the first music that was ever printed for the Virginals, and yes, you heard that right. It was first intended as a wedding gift. Hull later rededicated it, quote, to all the masters and lovers of music, an easier sell to the general public. Here's a Pavan and Galliard by William Byrd from Parthenia. wedding present for Elizabeth Stewart upon her marriage to Frederick V. We heard Pavan and Galliard Sir William Petrie by William Byrd from William Hole's collection of keyboard music called Parthenia. Alina Rotaro was the harpsichordist. You can hear highlights from recent and archival concert recordings of early music on Harmonia Uncut, our bi-weekly podcast curated and hosted by Wendy Gillespie. Listen online at HarmoniaEarlyMusic.org and through iTunes. You're listening to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. back. We're looking at Renaissance and Baroque weddings this hour. Gaspari Vigarani's machines and theater sets must have been spectacular at the 1661 premiere of the opera Ercole Amante. They depicted shipwrecks, Juno's rage, and more, showcasing the latest technology for the new French king, Louis XIV. When Louis XIV took his place on the French throne, he was already married to Maria Teresa of Spain. Ercole Amante, an opera with music by Francesco Cavalli and ballet by Jean-Baptiste Lully, was commissioned to mark that royal union. The libretto, written by Francesco Butti, takes after Ovid's metamorphosis, but it involves Louis XIV and his queen, too. The opera tells an improbable love story between mythological characters, Hercules' son, Hillis, and his lover, Iole, whose father was killed by Hercules. We'll hear scenes from Act 4 of Cavalli's opera. So Venus wants thus, and but what is stolen in love, from Francesco Cavalli's 1661 opera Ercole Amante. Soprano Mariana Flores was joined by Capella Mediterranea and Clematis, with Leonardo Garcia Alarcón conducting. Louis, Dauphin of France, was son of Louis XV and a descendant of Louis XIV. Although Louis the Dauphin never became king, three of his sons did. His first marriage was a happy one, but it ended when his wife, Maria Theresa Raphaella of Spain, died three days after giving birth to their first child. For their wedding, Jean-Philippe Rameau wrote Platé, and then he collaborated with Voltaire to write La Princesse de Navarre. We'll hear music from both pieces. First the storm from Plate, then raging winds, cheerless storms from La Princesse de Navarre. Soprano Chantal Santon Geoffrey was joined by Orfeo Orchestra, led by Georges Vacheggi in pieces by Jean-Philippe Ramon. We heard music for the wedding of Louis Dauphin of France to Maria Theresa Raffaela from Platay and La Princesse de Navarre. We turn now from the celebratory to the sacred. Ninth century composer Cassia wrote music for public Byzantine worship. Her hymns were printed in service books in Constantinople, Istanbul today. A nun, abbess, poet, and musician, Cassia's writings were instrumental in developing Byzantine liturgy. Also known as Cassini, Cassia, I Cassia, and Cassia, her music is brought to life here by Capella Romana, led by Alexander Lingus. We'll hear music for Christmas Day, Stikera Prosomia, which begins, O oh, let your ears be attentive to the voice of my supplication. No ears be attentive to the voice of my supplication. Music for Christmas Day by Cassia from our featured release, Hymns of Cassiani. In Greek culture, Cassia's life has been told as legend in devotional texts, novels, and poetry. Whether fictional or not, the story goes like this. Some 9th century aristocrats held a show to parade eligible women in front of Emperor Theophilus. The emperor approached Cassia, finding her especially lovely. Theophilus told her that, quote, it is from woman that evils flow, referencing Eve's fall from Eden, a rather interesting pickup line from our perspective. Cassia replied, saying, But it's also from woman that the very best springs. With this, she reminded Theophilus of the Virgin Mary's role as Mother of Christ. Although Theophilus was impressed by her answer, he thought she was too assertive to marry. Here's Cassia's penitential hymn for Holy Wednesday. Penitential Hymn for Holy Wednesday by Byzantine composer Cassia Alexander Lingas led Capella Romana from our featured release Hymns of Cassiani. Harmonia is a production of WFIU. Support comes from Early Music America, a national organization that advocates and supports the historical performance of music of the past, the community of artists who created and the listeners whose lives are enriched by it on the web at earlymusicamerica.org. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. Contact us at harmoniaearlymusic.org. And you can follow our Facebook page by searching for Harmonia Early Music. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Sarah Hube Schilling. Thanks to our studio engineer, Michael Pashkash, and our production team, Aaron Kane, Wendy Gillespie, Luann Johnson, and John Bailey. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia.